Dark! I'm so glad to see you. Lewis, you're making a scene. The good news is, I'm innocent. I've never even done anything vaguely resembling this. Really, it's the truth. Lewis, you look awful. So ashamed. Those clothes and those shoes and been fighting it. And you smell. I smell? Penelope, do you realize where I've been since yesterday? They beat me up and stole my clothes. Those men wanted to have sex with me. Is this somewhere else, One Lewis? One of them tried to bend me over the stuff. You lying, filthy, disgusting creep. Todd was right about you. I never want to see you again as long as I live. This is the Growing Up Rock Podcast. Now, crank it up. As always, we've got an exciting episode tonight, Sonny. I love the passion when we come up with these topics that are so, I don't know if controversial is the right word, because controversial really I don't think is the right word, but people just get super passionate about not only the bands they love, but the bands they hate. And For me, music is so opinionated. There really literally is no right and wrong answer. You can hate Kiss or love Kiss or hate Van Halen or love Van Halen or hate whoever if it's not your thing. I guarantee you for every band that we're going to talk about tonight, there's going to be somebody in the world that loves that band and somebody in the world that hates that band. And it doesn't even matter whether they're on our list or not. That's just the way people are with music, and I love it. So let's get into this episode. Yeah, this hate thing, I think it's the word hate. I put something out on Facebook two days ago about Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churro Cereal, and I think I got five comments in three days. (laughs) You put something out, tell me a band you hate and a band everybody should hate, and it got 47 comments in like a half an hour. Like there's just (laughs) something about, hey, I don't like this person, come join my community, I like this person, come join my community. There is something about the human spirit that just attaches itself to this stuff. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Or people can't understand why you love or hate something. That's the other thing. Like, it's undeniable. They just can't understand how you can possibly, possibly not like this band or this song, which is is hilarious. I don't know about you, but sometimes... 
you just don't like something and you're not sure why. I'm that way, especially with music. Yeah, I don't usually not know why. I have a love-hate for music, there's no doubt, because there's many, many choices. But I have love-hate with cereal. I know I talk cereal a lot. I'm a fat guy, so what? (laughs) Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. I don't like Cheerios. Cheerios are tasteless to me. Give me Frosted Flakes with some 2% milk any day of the week over Raisin Bran and Chex or whatever, right? So everybody's kind of got that. When there's a lot of choices, I think it's easy to love hate and you just kind of stay away from what you don't like. I will tell you, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the bands. I did something I don't normally do when we're talking about this kind of stuff. I went and checked out the top five songs on Spotify for bands I really didn't know that well, just to see if the 51-year-old has changed their mind on stuff they haven't heard in a while. And uh, you'll get my takes on that. (laughs) I can only imagine that we've got a lot to talk about with this list because it's a big list and we got a lot of opinions from people that gave us feedback on the polls. But before we get into that... It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right, so tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight comes to us all the way from Melbourne, Australia. So I figured we're talking about hated bands. And one of the bands that I didn't see on this list, but I think a lot of people dislike, I know a lot of people like them, I happen to like them, is Stone Temple Pilots. Now that's not what the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight is all about. This Crank It Up New Music Spotlight, to me, is about a band that sort of reminds me a little bit of Stone Temple Pilots. I got a new record sent to me from our friends at Golden Robot Records, and they have a band called, I'm going to try to pronounce this, called Sicka the Stone. I don't know. I'm just sort of sounding it out. It's C-I-C-A-D-A-S-T-O-N-E, one word. And they've got a new record coming out called Cold Chamber. This band, it's a four-piece band, like I said, from Melbourne, Australia. It's formed by a couple of brothers, Matt and Mark Robbins. And they were formed in 2013. They put out a record in 2016, which was their debut album called Chance Collide. Check out this song from their upcoming record, Cold Chamber, called Slave in a Cage. Try to understand. We 
Yeah, so I heard this song. Uh, it didn't wow me. I'm just being honest. It did sound a little, not really Alice in Change and not really SDP, a little softer probably than both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it didn't wow me. My guess is it's Cicada Stone. That's my guess, but I don't know that for sure. I tried to look it up to see what the meaning is, and I guess it's a made-up word because I couldn't find a definition for it anywhere. So I'm not sure. And yeah, your pronunciation would make more sense to me than mine, obviously. I've kind of breezed through the record uh, because I've got the whole record, and this is the single. And the rest of the record is a real mixture of Alice in Chains, like you said, Stone Temple Pilots, definitely that. 93, 92, 93, 94 era music. I like a lot of it. I don't hate this song. I don't know whether this song wowed me or not, but there is some decent stuff on this record, and I would definitely spend a little bit more time with this record to see whether I like it or not. But let me know what you think of that tune. I'm curious. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it'll be interesting because... Does that mean that the generation is now here that's going to be influenced by the early 90s? Oh, some of that music is going to be brutal. Well, you know, I was thinking about that when I was reading the review on this band, and I was thinking, okay, here's a new band that's sounding a little bit like something that was in the 90s. So basically everything that was grunge is now classic rock because it is. What we liked in the 80s, basically, at this stage, is oldies music. I hate the word, but it is. You know know what I'm trying to say. So it's oldies music, everything that we liked in the 80s, and everything that was in the 90s is now classic rock. Yeah, should be interesting. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K dot com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. Let's talk about some of these bands that came out of the 80s and 90s because we are going to talk about supposedly the most hated bands, rock bands of all time. I don't even know if I classify all these bands as rock, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, that's what the article was. So... Basically what happened is there's an article on bestlifeonline.com, just in case you want to check it out. We saw the article. There was 21 bands on there that they kind of ranked and did some algorithm and did some surveys and blah, blah, blah. And they came up with this. Here's the top 21. I don't know why they land on 21 bands that everybody hates kind of thing. So I sent a survey out to the folks that always, you know, like to get involved, some of our listeners. And if, uh, If you'd like to get involved and I don't have your email address, just send me your email address and I'll get you involved. And at times we'll get hundreds of answers, but this one was a little more complicated because we wanted to get an idea of if there's a love hate for these bands, why do you feel that way? We got several, (laughs) quite a few answers. Some I could use, some I couldn't use, some were to keep anonymous because I think might've caught people on a Friday with a, you know, bottle of whiskey in their hand or something like that. But basically the email I sent was, you know, I'd grown up rock where I was looking for interesting topics to discuss and looking for a way to get you involved. Here's the article. It's called, this is the most hated rock band of all time and thought, you know, it'd be interesting to get listener opinions. So however you want to share your opinions, okay with us, just reply to this email. So I got the opinions in a lot of different ways. Some folks ranked them. Some folks had a lot of passionate things to say about these bands. So figured what we do is we're going to kind of 
share the band. We're going to share what the ranking was, maybe just a couple of quick stats, and then share any comments that the listeners made about that specific band. And we have a bunch of comments at the end of the episode that are a little more general. And then share our quick personal thoughts about the band and then kind of move on. So like, you know, it's 21 bands. We'll move fairly quickly because some of these bands we probably don't have much to say about. So the number 21 was the mighty Lincoln Park. So you might not know much about Lincoln Park, but they got seven studio albums out there. They've got a diamond record. means they've got a record that sold over 10 million copies. Out of those seven, they got five platinum and multi-platinum records, and they got one gold album. So basically everything is sold well here. The first comment we got was from Scott Gull. He said, brilliant at times, but turned into pussy U2 hybrid at the end. They suck. Uh, the mighty Matt Porter. If you have a member of a band who scratches records, that makes you lame. <laughs> okay, that's that's interesting. Here, here was my thought. I haven't listened to Linkin Park in a long time. So I went to Spotify, listened to the top five Spotify songs. In the end, One Step Closer, both of those songs at least have catchy courses. But there is nothing by these guys that is super dynamic to me. There's nothing about these guys that screams a diamond album. What's your thought on Linkin Park? I understand Linkin Park. I get it why a lot of people loved them. I personally never connected with them and at times was very tired of them. I don't necessarily say I hate them, but I don't like them. They just don't connect with me. But at the time this record came out, I could look at it and say, yeah, I kind of understand why people like it. 10 million's a lot, though. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy number. Number 20 on this list, right out of the gate here. This is supposed to be the most hated rock bands, and it's the Spin Doctors. And to me, that's not a rock band. But okay, I guess they got a, got a guitar, so they're supposedly considered a rock band. They've got six studio albums. One was platinum and one went multi-platinum. Some of these comments I'm going to keep anonymous because there's no reason to hate on the person that might have sent in the comment. But the anonymous person said, I'd like to shove their harmonica up their ass sideways. When I think of asses, woman's ass, something comes out of me. So I guess they're not in love with the Spin Doctors. Mark Volmering uh, had them as his number two hated. So he sent me his top two hated, and this was his number two. For me, Spin Doctors, I have not heard a ton. So I listened to five Spotify songs, the top ones. I thought Two Princes was good. I mean, Little Miss can't be wrong. Literally, he says, do see do Like, it's a fun <laughs> song, right? I think these guys are hated because they hit when you were supposed to be listening to depressing slit-your-wrist music and not happy music like this. You know what? I'll tell you, all five songs I heard today, I really liked. And they actually had some fun to their music. Well, what's your thoughts on these guys? I, I don't hate the spin doctors. I'm wondering if the guy that wants to shove the harmonica up their ass sideways is talking about Blues Traveler. Does spin doctors even have a harmonica player? I don't know. I, I didn't hear it, but I didn't listen to every Spin Doctor song either. Dude, if you listen to the top five songs, you listen to all the Spin Doctor songs. They don't have any, <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't have any other stuff. I don't. I mean, look, I certainly don't own any Spin Doctors. I don't play them on the regular, but I also don't hate them. And yeah, I, like Sonny said, this list, it is technically rock bands, but the majority are not hard rock bands in my opinion. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of all over the place, but 
Spin Doctors, nah, they're not really a hated band. Although that guy with the beard looks goofy with his stupid uh, stocking cap and uh, things, whatever that stuff is. He should be playing hacky sack somewhere, it looks like. <laughs> All right, number 19 on our list is Nirvana. So this article, obviously, are not, well, it's not that they're not Nirvana fans. Supposedly who they surveyed are not Nirvana fans. Believe it or not, Nirvana only has three studio albums. One went platinum, one went multi-platinum, and one went diamond. <laughs> we have an anonymous comment. I'll just tell you, he's not unhappy that Kurt Cobain's gone. Let's put it that way. And the person said they missed the Foo Fighters on this list because the Foo Fighters aren't on this list, and they're insanely overrated, according to him. Stephanie Temple said, not my jam, plus they always look dirty. <laughs> so for <laughs> Stephanie, I guess there needs to be clean rockers. I get they were the whole grunge thing, uh, but it's a term that doesn't need to be a way of life. That's a good call. Uh, Matt Porter, uh, whether they wanted it or not, Nirvana became the face of mopey, depressed, stare at the floor rock, and I want none of that. So it's, the, it's his number one hated band. They're posers. A golf believes that deep down the world is totally f***ed up, but an emo thinks that deep down they are totally f***ed up. That's not much of a difference. That's a huge f***ing difference. Okay, okay, look. Emos are more prone to suicide. This f***ing bitch, man. But goths are more prone to be depressed that so many people commit suicide. Uh, Richard Buffett, who's a guy from the UK, said he loved Bleach, liked Nevermind, but didn't understand why anyone thought it was something new. They were crap live. They aren't deserving of the accolades they receive. Okay. Neil Spears said they killed rock and roll and generally are awful. And it's his number one hated band. Here's my personal opinion. I've not hidden this by any means. I like nothing about Nirvana, period. Nothing. I mean zero. Zilch. What are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! I don't listen to Nirvana at all. Can't stand them. Your thoughts? So you're saying you don't like them? No, nah, don't like them. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Nirvana's not higher on this list. <laughs> I personally don't hate them. There's a lot of Nirvana stuff that I like. I liked it at the time. I don't listen to it near as much nowadays. In fact, I can't even tell you the last time I listened to any Nirvana. I understand why people hate them. I get that. That's not a surprise to me. As far as, like, I want to address Richard Buffett saying he loved Bleach, he liked Nevermind, but doesn't understand why anyone thought it was something new. They were crap live, and they aren't deserving of the accolades they received. It's all a timing thing. I mean, that was the bottom line. They became, like Matt said, the face of mopey, depressed music. Well, there was a lot of that around at the time. People had something to say, and uh, they felt like they were connecting with that uh that audience. So I don't know. I don't hate them. There's good qualities in some of their music, but that's just me personally. Number 18, they span basically five decades. Rush. 19 studio albums. They've had six gold records and 10 platinum and multi-platinum records. Scott Gull said, gods to some, whiny, weird voice to others, but shouldn't be on the list. Matt Porter said, okay, maybe people can't get into the lyrics. Some of the songs are too long, but how can anyone hate Rush? Micah Spears said, I love them now, but hated them until I was about 30. I finally was able to get past Getty's voice and appreciate Neil's talent with the drumming and lyrics. You shouldn't have to get past the singer's voice, Micah, just, just telling you. Neil Spears said, Rush, give me a break. I'm assuming 
that's he doesn't like Rush, but uh, one break coming up. I don't know. He likes him. Oh, is that? Yeah, what it is? he he okay. likes him. Okay. Mark Vormering said saw him a half a dozen times. They were good, just boring. That doesn't surprise me because when I saw Rush, they were boring. For me, Getty is brutal. I can only stomach maybe one song at a time. Sometimes some songs. Oh my God. I listened to Xanadu a couple of times the other day for a podcast. Xanadu is absolute hell. There's just some parts of Rush I just do not get. Steve, I know you're a fan. Yeah, of course I'm a fan. I think bands like Rush, and there's a few bands on this list like Rush, and here's what's important to remember. Bands like Rush have half the population that absolutely worship them. We'll go to every concert, we'll follow them to the ends of the earth, and half the population that can't take it. And I get it with Rush. You either usually don't like Getty's voice, I understand, or you don't like all the time signature changes and just, I mean, the music is very complicated. And I get that. It's not something you can sink your teeth into. It's long. A lot of the lyrics are from books and just different things in different places. And you have to read into the lyrics to understand what Neil's talking about. But it's a band that from the early days of my personal youth, I was into. I don't know why they connected with me, but they did connect with me. And I'm more of a fan of the rock rush, the earlier years than I am the later years. But over the years, as I've gotten older, I've connected with a lot of the stuff from signals on. So I started to like that as well. So yeah, I mean, that's, I love them.
At number 17, we got Pearl Jam, uh, in my opinion, deserving to be on the list. 11 studio albums, four went gold, four went platinum, multi-platinum, and they got a diamond album. So they've had a lot of success. Uh, there were some people feeling that maybe they shouldn't be around anymore. Maybe some, you know, planes involved. We'll leave that one alone, but said that, uh, haven't done anything relevant in 20 years. Uh, Mark Masalam, who's Tony's brother <laughs> said, don't record your album vocals when you're taking a shit. We can hear that happening, Ed. I don't disagree that little, uh, 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 uh. I mean, I don't know what he's doing, right? So it's possible he's taking a shit. Uh, Richard Buffett said he saw him live on their debut tour a couple of days after 10 came out. And they were fantastic then, but they're dreadful now. For me, Eddie Vedder's voice is just absolutely annoying to me. I can stomach some of it at very little snapshots in time. Like, there is no way I could listen to a back-to-back Pearl Jam song. There has to be a song in the middle. And I don't like it when he starts doing the weird vocal styling stuff. Uh, Zeus had me listen to this 10-song playlist once, and about half of it was okay. But it's not something like, I can't just put it on and drive somewhere for a half hour and listen to Pearl Jam the whole time. Oh my God, I'll drive my car off a cliff. That's not going to work. I know you're a Pearl Jam fan though. Pearl Jam fan might be a little bit of a stretch. I liked their first two albums a lot. I think they put out some good material on albums after that, meaning I can find some redeeming qualities in each one of the records that they put out after that for the most part, maybe a song here or a song there. I don't necessarily think I'm a Pearl Jam fan, but I don't hate them by a long stretch. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I fall in the Pearl Jam train. I get it, why people don't dig them, so not a surprise there. Uh, number 16 on the list, Oasis. I don't know if I'd label Oasis as rock, but okay. Seven studio albums, three of them have went platinum or multi-platinum. Scott Gull said, overrated shit music for losers. Keep it going, Scott. You're the man. Uh, <laughs> Mad Porter, they pretend to have never heard of the Beatles, which makes them goofy. They have a ton of great songs, though. I don't know much Oasis, so I went to Spotify, listened to the top five songs. Wonderwall was okay because I recognized it. The other four, absolutely boring. It just feels like this preppy coffee house type crap with my polo with a little alligator on it, sipping my cappuccino kind of thing. Like, it's just not me. Are you an Oasis fan? I am. <laughs> Figures. Uh, first of all, Scott, overrated shit music. You could have just left it at that. Didn't have to say four <laughs> losers. Come on now. <laughs> I guarantee you somebody out there loves them. I like Oasis. I don't know if I love them, but I like Oasis. I've got some of their records, and there's a lot of stuff on those records that I like. I've actually seen them live. I've never seen Pearl Jam live. But I've seen Oasis live. I don't know if they pretend they've never heard of the Beatles, but if they if they do, they are stupid or goofy, whatever you want to say, <laughs> Matt. They're dumb. But I think Oasis is a rock band. Uh, I think what I enjoy is that they do have some really good melodies here and there, and especially when they're channeling some of the Beatles stuff, and they put it into a rock context, which is why I like it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know that they're on a hated list. The two brothers certainly hate each other, but I don't know why you would hate this band. I don't think, you know, they haven't done enough to hate them, really. So that's just my opinion.
Number 15 on the list, Korn. I had no idea Korn had 13 studio albums. That is amazing to me because the next act we're going to talk about, which is a hundred times bigger than they are, only have 10 albums, right? So, wow. Korn has 13 albums. Eight have went platinum and they had a gold album. Uh, Scott, go. Shit, crap, new metal, hate, hate, hate. Got you. <laughs> Mark Musalem. Dude, and I don't usually hear Mark cuss too much. Pick a key motherfucker is what he put <laughs> and had it as his number two hated band. Matt Porter, weak, angry, frat boy music for people who don't get it. Paul from the Scott and Paul show, which uh, is, uh, it's a podcast I tried a couple of times. Forgot what it's about, but I remember I liked it. He had him as number two hated. And for me, some of this like rap, new metal, when it comes to like disturbed and Godsmack, I like it. Corn, not so much. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know that many corn songs. So I went to Spotify, listened to the top five songs. Of course, number one, Freak on a Leash. And I'm like, eh, that one's okay. Without the video, that song is not so great if you're not watching the video, honestly. And then the other four, I didn't like it all. So I'm like, oh, maybe I don't like corn. I've not heard much of it, and I don't want to now. Are you a corn fan? I am not. I own a corn record. There's probably a handful of songs off these 13 records that I like. And it's not the rap metal thing because there are plenty of rap metal things that I like. So I don't know really what it is that I don't really like about them. Jonathan Davis doesn't do much for me. I don't like that whole he <laughs> that whole thing that he does. Like I, I <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't get it. So, uh, yeah, they're just, they don't hit home for me. Doesn't really surprise me that people don't like them, but. So there was a couple of bands that got a lot of love and people could not understand how they made this list. And the next one was one of those. Number 14, Metallica. So Metallica only has 10 albums. Korn has 13. Wow. 
Metallica's had nine platinum albums and one diamond album. And pretty much everybody who wrote in said, how is Metallica on this list? But then right afterwards, basically wrote exactly what Scott Gall wrote, which is black and before rock gods load and after a joke. And pretty much everybody felt the same way. There is this bang zone of Metallica that people like, and there's a bang zone of Metallica people don't like. Honestly, I'm in the same boat. Black album and before, they can rarely do wrong. There's some long songs. Like, I don't know if Master of Puppets needs to be eight and a half minutes long. But, you know, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner doesn't need to be 13 minutes long either. So I get it. But after Black, it's hit and miss for me. I know you're a Metallica fan, though. I am a Metallica fan all the way back to the first record. And... I get it. I understand. I think it's common ground for everybody to go. I love everything up until load and then everything else is horrible. I disagree with that statement. I think that load and reload had some good stuff on it. We've said it many times before. I can find one really good record out of those two records. I don't hate St. Anger as much as everybody else does. Is it their best album? Not even close. I don't even consider Lulu one of their records, so I don't know if that's one of the 10, but I've never even heard it, so I don't consider that. But I think Death Magnetic and, um, uh, what is it, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, the two last records, I think had a lot of great shit on it. So it's common for people to go, I liked everything up to the black record. Uh, And a lot of people hate that black record because it was so much different than everything before it. That's just where, where I fall in with Metallica. I like them. I like them for who they are and what they do. Number 13, which a lot of people had a problem with this band being on this list. The Doors was at number 13, which I don't know what The Doors did to deserve to be on this list because I don't know if I've really heard a lot of people hate The Doors, but they've got nine studio albums. Seven of them went platinum plus. And even Scott Gull is like, are you kidding me? They're a great band. Richard Buffett said groundbreaking. He doesn't listen to them a lot. But you could make a case that it's one of the most important American bands ever. George Blandran said the Doors were geniuses. Micah Spears said, I like Roadhouse Blues or whatever that song is called. <laughs> Everything else sucks. Okay, Micah, got you. Neil Spears said, don't get it. Okay, got you. I am a Doors fan. And there is times where, for me, a band that did not come out in my bang zone of high school years, my teenage years, if they came out beforehand or afterwards, it's usually either a movie or an emotion, or a childhood thing, or a relationship thing, like it kind of times in my life and somehow connects. For this though, for The Doors, it's something about Jim Morrison's vibe that is super intriguing to me because he's a rebel and a poet and a drunk and a druggie and a lover and a crazy, like there's something about him that's just totally intriguing to me. Like I would watch movie after movie after movie about Jim Morrison for some reason. Are you a Doors fan? I wasn't. I hated the Doors at one point in time. I understand why they were exciting back in the day. I understand how polarizing Jim Morrison is. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. And over the years, I become a Doors fan. So there's a lot of Doors stuff that I like. But I do understand why people don't get it and don't like them. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of... Ray Manzarek's keyboard sound, but it was the sound of the time. So I get that part of it, but yeah, uh, I don't know if it surprises me that they're on this list or not, but 
I'll tell you what's the most surprising about the Doors, bar none, is the fact that you're a Doors fan. That is surprising to me because never in a million years, knowing your taste, would I be able to say, yeah, this is something that Sonny likes. That's the biggest surprise to me. Yeah, just uh, it must have been timing for me. Number 12 on this list, Green Day, 13 studio albums. They've got a diamond record. They've got five platinum plus and one gold. Scott Gull said, way overrated, but generic fun punk rock should not be on the list. Stephanie Temple said, I can't even believe they're on the list. American Idiot was genius. One of the best albums I've ever listened to. Uh, Stephanie, calm down because it's not. (laughs) Mark Volmering said, enjoy their stuff, but they need to shut the fuck up about their political views. And I'm with Mark. This pop punk stuff is hit and miss for me. Sometimes I don't get it. You know, like Mast Intruder is pop punk. I really like it because it's more fun, but I don't like the political message thing at all. The minute somebody goes there, I had a hard time following. Like Ted is hard for me. Ted Nugent is like, dude, I like your music, but you got to shut up because thank God you don't have that message solely in your music, that your music is still about chicks and sex and rock and roll and not Democrat, Republican. Otherwise I'd stop listening to Ted Nugent, to be honest. So, um, you a Green Day fan? I like a lot of Green Day. I don't think that they've done anything since American Idiot, but I like a lot of Green Day. They're an interesting band because all their hardcore fans that were with them from the beginning hated them when they started selling records, called them sellouts, and then they garnered this whole new audience. I think they might be slightly overrated. Stephanie Temple's obviously very passionate about American Idiot. And then you told her that she she wasn't right. Well, maybe she is in her mind. There's a lot of people out there that would probably agree with her that American Idiot was genius. So I don't know. The political thing is kind of funny. You know as well as I do that we absolutely hate politics here at Grown Up Rock. We don't like to talk about them. What do they tell you? Don't talk about politics and religion and race. I think those are the three things uh, that they tell you to stay far away from to avoid fights and, and things like that. Rock and roll was built on being a rebel and having your own opinion and politics and things like that. We just don't want to hear them in the music, basically. <laughs> we get enough on the evening news. We don't want to hear about it in the music. We listen to music to escape it. So I like it when they disguise their political views and I have to guess what they're talking about.
number 11. These guys could have easily been number one. Coldplay. Eight studio albums, seven of them went platinum plus. I don't know who the hell's buying these albums. Uh, we had a listener call them Ass Lickers Supreme. <laughs> I don't know what an ass licker is, but they are probably pretty good at it. Uh, Micah Spears said, I feel like I should be sipping a macchiato and reading the Huffington Post while listening. This, for me, Coldplay was one of the worst Super Bowl shows I have ever seen. They are so boring. And there is something about the vocalist tone that I just don't like. And even Vida La Vida, that thing was, oh my God, was that thing pushed down our throats for probably four to six months. It was in commercials and TVs and movies and at the Super Bowl. Like it was everywhere. That song's even meh. Coldplay does not interest me one iota. How about you? There are two bands on this list that to me are basically interchangeable. This is one of them. We're going to get to the other one coming up. But yeah, I don't like these bands. Now, I always like to be positive when it comes to music. So I usually say, I bet there's one song I can find from bands to like. And Coldplay, there's, it's, there's no different. They got a couple songs that I like okay. I don't love them. I like it. But two songs out of eight studio albums and seven platinum does not make me like them. No, they suck. <laughs> number 10. These guys could have easily been number one on this list. The Dave Matthews Band with nine studio albums, seven have went platinum and one has went gold. And the same person who said Ass Liquor Supreme to Coldplay called Dave Matthews Ball Suckers Supreme. <laughs> uh, Larry Cusick had him number one hated band. Uh, we had somebody say their music makes me want to jump off a bridge. It's so depressing. <laughs> Mark was solemn. What the fuck is this exactly? <laughs> Micah Spears. I thought it was interesting. She's uh, said, uh, I hate that ukulele bullshit. And not only is it completely unlistenable, but they're celebrated like they're Led Zeppelin or something. And they're in my number one hated band. So I don't really know a lot about the Dave Matthews band. So I went to Spotify. The first song, their best song, according to Spotify is crash into me. I've never heard this song. Oh my God. Thank God. I wasn't driving. I would have drove off a cliff. I didn't listen to the other four songs. This band is brutal. There is no way you like this band. They're not one of my favorites. <laughs> no. There's a couple of tunes that I like. I don't, maybe I don't know enough about them, but I don't think they're that depressing of a band, but maybe I just don't know that much about them. I mean, they're, listen, they're another one of these jam bands. So they fall in the same category as another band on this list, which we're going to get to, but they're in the same category as Grateful Dead. Uh, their fans love them. They'll follow them to the ends of their earth. But yeah, it's not really my thing, but they've got a couple of songs that I bet if I played for you, you'd probably like because they're kind of funky. Hey, they're great musicians. They got some really good musicians behind them. Uh, and I'll say that about them. But yeah, I'm just not into the jam band thing. I love it when you go, they're great musicians. It's like she's got a great personality. She has a pinkish hue. Like you don't really talk about what she looks like. Why do you do that? Well, because I can always appreciate great musicianship. In, in every form. There's a lot of great musicians in jazz and classical and things like that. It doesn't necessarily mean that I listen to that stuff every day. I appreciate a great musician. Uh, I don't have to love their songwriting, and I'll say that. I don't love their songwriting, but I do like to give props to great musicianship because 
They spent time honing their skills, and that's worth something to me. Put it this way, it's better, and I have much more respect for that than somebody who learned how to push a goddamn computer button to make music or somebody who learned how to scratch a record to make music. That's bullshit to me. Somebody that spent time and effort in learning how to play an instrument, whether they play something I like or don't like, makes no difference. But they spent time, and they're a good musician, and that's worthwhile to me. Fair, fair. Uh, number nine, we're skipping number nine for now. We will come back to them. Number eight, Radiohead, nine albums, four platinum plus three gold. Scott Gull's comment here, I didn't believe him. So we'll get back to it. Brad Rustoven had him as his number two hated band. BJ Cramp, Radiohead. I like the first two records. I do hate a lot of what they did after that. So, you know, I listened, I don't know a lot at Radiohead and I know Creep, right? So uh, I was like, oh, Creep is good. Let me listen to the other four songs that got on the top five Spotify. And then I read back what Scott Gull wrote, and he was correct. <laughs> other than <laughs> Creep, as Scott wrote, other than Creep, they suck. And that is a true statement. I was looking for just give me something that even comes close to Creep in those other four songs. I think I have to believe they didn't write Creep. <laughs> what do you think about Radiohead? So Radiohead was the other band that I was talking about that literally is interchangeable with Coldplay. I don't know. I view both those bands the same exact way. I like Creep, so I'm with you, Scott. I don't like anything else. People freaking, they just went crazy for that Karma Police record. I don't get them. I No, I hate them. No, can't do it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so there was two bands on this list in the top seven, really. That uh, a lot of people answered, who's this? I couldn't name one song. And the next band made that list. Uh, number seven was Fish. And many, many people, even though they have 15 albums, they have a platinum album and six gold albums, could not name a single song. I was one of those people. Uh, <laughs> Scott Gull said they can't even spell their name right, so they suck and deserve the hate. I, again, don't know anything about Fish, so I go to the five Top five Spotify songs. There was not a 10 second clip in any of the five songs that I liked. <laughs> Nothing about them interested me. And then later on, people started saying, oh, they're like the Grateful Dead. I go, oh, well, that makes sense because I don't like Grateful Dead either. <laughs> Do you like Fish? Fish with a P, by the way. She's got a great personality. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this band and Dave Matthews, and Grateful Dead, who's not on our list, which is absolutely surprising to me, right? Grateful Dead's not on this list. No. Which is unbelievable to me, but they are, I don't know what it is. They're jam bands, first of all, but their fans are crazy in love for them. And I think it's probably because they smoke too many joints before they go see them. So they really like it. That's just my thought, maybe. All I can tell you is that everywhere this band plays, they pretty much sell out. They've played three, not one, not two, three, every year, three sold out dates at the amphitheater I work, period. So we're talking about 18,000 people a night, three nights in a row, sold out. People love this band. It ain't, it ain't that they're just popular here. Come on, they're popular everywhere. The band is from like Vermont or something. So... I don't get it. They're a jam band. I just don't get it. Great musicians. Get that part of it. Fantastic. Good for you. But no, thank you. Pass. 
another surprise on this list. Number six on the all-time hated rock bands. I just needed to repeat that. Number six is Bob Dylan. 39 albums. He spanned six decades, right? 11 platinum albums, 12 gold ones. And there's a lot of people had a lot to say about Bob Dylan. Gary Cap. I picked Bob Dylan as my most hated because of his awful whiny voice. Scott Gull. Okay, this one's just stupid. He's genius. Like him or hate him. Either way. Brad Rustovan. My guess is he gets hate solely due to his voice. Can't be because of the songwriting and lyrics. Stephanie Temples. Excellent songwriter. Horrible singer. Whoever told him he was a good singer should get their hearing check. Colin Francis. Had him as my number two hated. George Blandran, Bob Dylan wrote some brilliant songs, but most of them sound better when other people perform them. Neil Spears, can't tolerate his voice, number two hated. For me, any Dylan I've heard, and there's probably songs that I've heard that I don't even know it's Dylan, I've labeled as meh at best. And it's not because the guy's not talented. It's just not my cup of tea, right? Anytime I've seen anybody come around with a harmonica around their neck and a guitar around their neck at the same time. <laughs> I just turn around and walk away because there's nothing good going to happen from that person. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I think I've got my Halloween outfit all picked out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm getting myself one of them headgear things. Yeah. So, well, let me, let me clarify something for you. You've said any Dylan song you've heard, you're talking about when Dylan does it though, right? There are Dylan yeah. songs you've heard that yeah. you like, I know. Yeah. 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 It's okay. when Dylan does yeah. it. It's his voice. It's his voice. Yeah. I'm pretty much dead on with everything that everybody else said. Brilliant songs, brilliant songwriter, can't stand his voice. That's it. I don't have to go into any more detail. I think that's it. And I think that if Dylan is happening in the uh, 80s or 90s or 2000s, he would have never made it with his voice. I think he would have always been a songwriter, you know, but back then that kind of thing, I think was probably tolerated a lot more in the 60s and uh, they didn't care as much. I don't know. That's, that's the only thought that I would have to that. Number five, until three days ago, I had not heard a single note from Mumford and Sons. Not one note. They got four albums, two platinum, one gold. Okay. And I'll tell you what my thoughts are in a second. Scott Gull said, who? A lot of people said, who? Right. And then he said, it's not my thing. So they suck. Larry <laughs> Kusick had them as their, his number two hated. Rustoven had them as his number one hated. Colin Francis had them as his number one hated. Micah Spears said, Mumford and Son, Fish, Radiohead, and Corn." are a bouquet of talentless turds. <laughs> Micah wins the, wins the comment yeah. award. I absolutely love that comment. Yeah. A bouquet of talentless oh. turds. So I remember going, okay, why is a most hated band who's only got four albums? Shit, Restrained has four albums, right? Like, it's like come on, right? So it's like, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't get it, but I don't know any songs. So let me go to Spotify. Check the five top songs. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> the first song was Little Lion Man. Thanks to that song, I will never listen to <laughs> Mumford and Sons ever again. I didn't even get to song two through five. I didn't get through Little Lion Man because it was four minutes. Why anybody on the planet would listen to these guys is beyond me, including their mamas. Like, it's that bad. This would have been my number one hated on this list. And I had not heard a note till three days ago. 
<laughs> so how about you? The name of the act is Mumford and Sons. I mean, do you need to go beyond that? It sounds like they should be building furniture or something. So I'm going to go with Scott. <laughs> I'm going to go with Scott and say, not my thing. So they suck. <laughs> All right. Our number four band. I think this is almost more conversation than Rush to most people because this is a love hate for a lot of people. But most people in rock, in hard rock, are not in love with this band. But most people who love pop are in love with this band, and that's U2. So at number four was U2. 14 albums, 11 have won Platinum Plus, and they got a Diamond album. Murph said, U2 is my all-time favorite band, but I must admit, I can see why they would be on this list, because Bono's just gotten too preachy over the years. Scott Gull, very overrated. Literally only enough good songs to fill a single Greatest Hits album. Scott, that's actually, I mean, if you got 10 or 12 really good songs to do a Greatest Hits album, that's not all bad. I can probably name 10 or 12 that should be on one, although I'm not a huge YouTube fan either. Brad Rustoven, Bono's public comments are not helping. The po- political comments, not helping. Stephanie Temples, I understand they have a major cross to bear, being from Ireland and all. The turmoil that comes with it, get it. But writing and recording a happy song once in a while might do your soul some good, like your song one. Great song about love in its simplest form. Please do more of that. So, uh, Bono, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, he um, listens to our show uh, religiously, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Not after today. Uh, Brian Chambers, my number two hated band. Matt Porter, I like some U2 songs, but it's the pompous fans who think that U2 is the greatest band of all time that have always kind of ruined them for me. So, uh, Matt Porter, I'll introduce you to Murph someday. Uh, Richard Buffett. Other than a couple of early songs and the Live Aid appearance, I can't turn them off quickly enough and had them at my number two hated. BJ Cramp, I don't get the hate for you two. I don't like much after the 80s, but I did love them in the 80s. And for me, you two just hurts my head. If it comes up anywhere, I can't turn it off fast enough. Like, you two's one of the bands, and there's very few of these that I actually went to my iTunes library and erased all the U2 songs I had. So it could never come up in shuffle. I've not gotten to that point with very many bands. I did not want to hear any more U2 the rest of my life if I didn't have to. Your thoughts on U2? U2 is a band that I absolutely hated in the 80s. Did not like them. I was all metal. Hated U2. They were on MTV way too much. Didn't get it, didn't like it. As I got older, I went back. I've seen them twice now live. Shows are amazing. The shows are just amazing. Their light show, their stage show, amazing. Enjoy a lot of their music. There's a lot of music that I enjoy from them. There's a lot of music I don't enjoy from them. Don't care about the politics. Don't care that you're from Ireland. Don't care what cross you have to bear. Not my problem. Shut up and play me a song. That's just my personal opinion. So that's what I'll say about U2. I own a lot of U2 now. I went back and purchased U2 that I like, especially the earlier stuff. And yeah, I mean, I understand why they're a polarizing band and why a lot of people really absolutely love them and a lot of people absolutely hate them. I get it. But they're sort of a chameleon type band too, meaning that, uh, you know, you go back to that first record and listen to all the stuff in between. They've really changed a lot from album to album for the most part. Uh, and I think that that's pretty cool. I think, uh, you know, some of that works. So that's my thoughts on them. Okay. Top three, number three, Creed. 
they only got four albums. I don't know how they became the most hated top three, most hated rock bands of all time, but out of the four albums, they got two platinum plus ones and one diamond album, believe it or not. Uh, Gary Cap, I picked Creed as my number two hated because of the awful whiny voice. Scott Gull, meh, never was a fan, but musically they're solid. For me, Creed's okay. You know, yeah, I guess it gets a little, I don't know, dramatic. Maybe it's a little drama for me, a little slow for me at times. I don't listen to a ton of Creed, but Stapp hasn't completely turned me off. There's a lot worse singers on this list than Scott Stapp. That's for sure. So what's your thought on Creed? Meh. I don't. <laughs> they're very meh to me. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, yeah, no. I don't really like them. I mean, again, they're a band that's probably got one or two tunes that I think is okay, but I don't own any Creed records. I own a couple of songs. Uh, yeah, just meh to me. Number two, just missing the top spot. Limp Biscuit. They got five albums out there and four of them are platinum plus Scott Gull, total shit band. They deserve the hate <laughs> Brian Chambers. I personally love the first two Limp Bizkit albums. Mark Masalem, terrible vocals. That shit is not singing. And it's my number one hated band. Matt Porter, same as corn, weak, angry frat boy music for people who don't get laid. Basically. Uh, the only thing is they're worse than corn. So I had them ranked number two hated band. Richard Buffett. I love this in the entire world. The global culture and artistic endeavor was diminished by 10% when this band appeared on the scene. They are his number one hated band. That's wow. Paul from the Scott Paul show had him as number one hated Mark Volmering have always thought they were a joke, had them as his number one hated I don't know a ton of Limp Bizkit. I only know Break Stuff, right? So I went to the top five Spotify songs the other day. Break Stuff's the only song I can stomach. The rest is, it's pretty bad. And then when I was listening to them, I'm like, oh, I'm surprised Kid Rock didn't make this list. Because some of this stuff is a little Kid Rocky on this ninth, on these 21 bands a little bit. But uh, yeah, Limp Bizkit's not good. Uh, there's no way you like Limp Bizkit. Dude, I do it all for the nookie. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> There's some stuff I do like by Limp Bizkit. I think I'm with, uh, who was it said they like their first two records? Uh, Brian Chambers. Brian Chambers. I think I like their uh, first two records. If you don't like Corn, yeah, chances are you're probably not going to like Limp Bizkit. And in fact, you can blame Corn for Limp Bizkit because Corn's the one that got Limp Bizkit noticed and got them their record deal. I think probably a lot of people really just hate Fred Durst. Uh, I think that's probably most of what it is. Uh, Mark, terrible vocals. That shit's not singing. No shit, it's not singing. They're rapping. Hell no, it's not singing. Of course not. Come on, Mark. Anyway, <laughs> I don't necessarily hate them, but yeah, they've become pretty stupid over the last um, several years and really after that second record. And the number one most hated band, rock band of all time, which for me, it would not have made number one, but it doesn't surprise anybody. It's Nickelback. Nine albums, five platinum plus one diamond album. As Scott Gull said, only jealousy puts them on this list. It's great songwriting, mass appeal, hard rock, great production, and they're awesome live. 
And yes, they're hated only by morons. Sorry, Scott, I'm a moron, I guess. Brad Rustroven, I've never, wait, I've heard they get slammed because of their lyrics. Any of us that are KISS fans <laughs> shouldn't have any ground to stand on. Okay, true. Byron Chambers, number one hated. Mark Masalem, a Nickelback backlash is stupid. Matt Porter, I never understood the hate for Nickelback. Their video for Rockstar has Gene Simmons in it, instantly making them more likable than most of the songs on this list. Richard Buffett, as tasteful as wallpaper paste. I've not tasted wallpaper paste. I'm assuming it doesn't have much of a taste. For me, they're just meh and boring. And when I saw them live a couple of times, they were not exciting at all. But if it makes you feel any better, I like Nickelback more than I like Foo Fighters. I'm not sure if that's saying much.
I know you like Nickelback, so go ahead. Yeah, I don't know if it's um, jealousy that puts them on this list. I actually think it's more about bandwagon jumping. I think that the bandwagon has just become so huge that it's a thing to hate Nickelback. I honestly think 90%, maybe, nah, that's a little much. I bet 50% of the people that say they hate Nickelback don't really hate Nickelback. There's just nothing that this band does that prompts hate. They wouldn't even be in the top 30 bands for me of hated bands. I like the band. I think they're a solid hard rock band. Are they boring live? Yeah, they're not the most exciting live. I'll say that much, but they sound great live. Their records sound great to me, like sonically. So that's really it. I mean, most of their records, probably I like at least 80% of each record, which is pretty good. So yeah, I don't get it. I think it's just a thing to hate Nickelback, whatever. As I mentioned, uh, we had some additional comments that are a little more general, so I want to share some of those, and I'll stop every uh, maybe two or three and get your comments. Murph said, I think the top three, who are Nickelback, Limp Bizkit, and Creed, represent a period of rock music we would all like to forget, and they, fair or unfair, get the brunt of it. Uh, That's probably true. Steve Fly said, can we add Jethro Tull to the list? Paul from the Scott and Paul Show, honorable mention, Led Zeppelin is the most overrated band in history, but I don't hate them. I just don't know how to put that in here since I have no idea who Mumford and Sons are. In a quick search, I found out it was trash. Paul, me too. I did the quick search. They were trash. Paul, here's why Led Zeppelin's not the most overrated band in history. Because Led Zeppelin is responsible for a lot of the bands that we love getting into rock and roll. I just ask them. (laughs) So Zeppelin influenced a whole hell of a lot of musicians and bands to start bands. So I don't think Led Zeppelin is overrated. Micah Spears shared the list should have included the Grateful Dead, which we were surprised it didn't. Uh, BJ Cramp, haven't heard from BJ in a while. Top three bands he hates on this list. Limp Bizkit, Korn, Dave Matthews Band. Uh, Agreed. Judy Goss, I pretty much agree with the survey, uh, basically the band list, but would add Bon Jovi, Poison, Def Leppard, to take the place of Bob Dylan and Rush, because even most people who hate them still have respect for Bob Dylan and Rush. Wow. Def Leppard. That's, I get the Bon Jovi and the Poison thing. Def Leppard, that's a little rough. Yeah, I like Rush a lot, but even I wouldn't remove Rush to add Bon Jovi, Poison, and Def Leppard. Bon Jovi, Poison, and Def Leppard all have great qualities. They have a lot of stuff I don't like, but... They have a lot of stuff that I love, way more stuff than I love than I hate. So no, thank you. <laughs> then a couple of people took a shot at the article writer. So our buddy, Tommy from the shout it out loud cast, this list sucks. I remember seeing this online and wonder who the fuck made it Four of my all time favorite bands are in here. Kiss Metallica, Rush and Pearl Jam. And then also two of the worst bands are in here. Green Day and Radiohead list is all over the place. Creed and Nickelback are not that bad. It becomes a cliche to shit on them both. This list appears to be nothing more than clickbait or fodder for podcast discussion. Love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Pull the pin of my love grenade. <laughs> George and Tracy Blandran, this writer is an a-hole. <laughs> I can't stand Nirvana. Nothing personal, just hate their sound. Tracy hates the Beatles and the police. You got to admit that the singer in the police sounds like his balls are in a vice. 
Wow, to hit the police, that's a little rough. Sting? Sounds like his balls were in advice. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. This writer is an a-hole. That's no way to talk about Sonny's writing personality. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> He's an asshole. Look at his haircut. Anybody with a haircut like that, you know he's an asshole. Chris Powell, people are going to like what they like. If you like it, it's all good, is what he always says. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the list, I like the following bands. Rush, Kiss, Metallica, The Doors. With the exception of Radiohead, I wouldn't say I hate any of the other bands. They aren't what I choose to listen to, but I don't hate them. The one that band that I absolutely detest that isn't on this list would be the Smiths. Talk about a shit band, terrible tones, preachy lyrics, and puss rock of the worst kind. <laughs> I couldn't name one Smiths song. All I know is that Morrissey is the singer. <laughs> oh, is that where Morrissey came from? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, Scott Gull had some uh, bands that should have been on the list, some interesting bands. Uh, give me a, a quick yes or no after I say each band here. Ready? Slayer. Yes. Yes. Striper. No. Fuck no. Poison. No. Yes. Motley Crue. No. Yes. Ario Speedwagon. No. Yes. Dragon Force. I don't know. (laughs) You should have said who. Should have said who. Who? I don't know. But they don't deserve to be on this list. Baby Metal. Yes. Eh, no. Dude, have you ever heard any baby metal music? Uh, It's okay. No, it's not. It's freaking three <laughs> Japanese girls going whiny. So? No, it's not. No, that is not good. And it's not even metal. Marilyn Manson. Uh, probably. I'll put yes. Rob Zombie. No. No. Butcher Babies. Who? Oh, my God, dude. You don't know who the Butcher Babies are? I do know. I got pictures of them all over this room. Their music blows, but they're hot. That's right. So <laughs> they, they would not be on this list. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Matt Porter says they missed Marilyn Manson, um, which we kind of said, <laughs> but almost the entire list is better than anything that the Grammys played that night. I guess he was putting together his thoughts while he was watching the Grammys. So, uh, Brian Chambers, I'm looking at this list and the one thing almost all of these bands have in common, except for Kiss and Fish is airplay burnout radio and MTV every single hour. It's not that they're dicks. It's that everybody's sick of them except Nickelback. they just suck. <laughs> Although they should have added Stained, Dokken, and the Rolling Stones. Dokken? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. How do you hate Dokken? Wow. How do you hate the Stones? Wow. Stained, I get. The Stones, though? Uh, Larry Cusick, Metallica, and Rush shouldn't be on this list. Uh, we said that. Uh, Mark Masalem, they forgot Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> he thinks Anthony Kiedis is always flat, very overrated. I'm surprised Red Hot Chili Peppers actually is not on this list. Yeah, for me, listen, I really, really, really loved the Red Hot Chili Peppers up to and through Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That was it. Everything after that was shit to me. And they really, they're a band that really, to me, became a shit band. Like, because go listen to their funky shit, those first few albums where it was just fun and entertaining and funky as hell. That shit's awesome. Uh, Mother's Milk, I love that record. 
But everything after blood sugar, sex, magic, awful. No, thank you. Bread Rustovan, you know, he always goes above and beyond, right? So he puts some of these bands in some different categories. I'm going to read a couple of the categories. He said some were hated because they're considered a knockoff of a popular band that came before them. So Dave Matthew bands always compared to Grateful Dead. Coldplay has comparisons to U2. Creed has comparisons to Pearl Jam. Oasis has comparisons to the Beatles. Fish has comparisons to Grateful Dead. So he thought maybe that's why they were hated. Then he said there was some that people hated just because they're just too different. They were different from what you were into at the time they came out. So maybe they either came out too early for where music was going or maybe too late. The Doors, Corn, Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, Radiohead, and Rush kind of fit that mold to him. And then he says, there's two bands on here that everybody hates because they killed your music. And, you know, when he says your music, yeah, he is talking to me. He's talking to you. He's talking to a lot of our rock friends. Mm-hmm. And Ravana and Pearl Jam have been blamed for that. And, you know, I think we've come around to, I think our own music might have killed our own music. Pretty Boy Floyd and fucking Faster Pussycat, and they didn't do them any favors either. You know what I mean? So... Uh, I don't think it was just Nirvana and Pearl Jam, but I am going to still blame them. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Buffett from the UK said there's a couple of bands on this list I don't think I've ever heard a single song by. I know their reputation, but don't know any of their songs. And those were Fish, Dave Matthews Band. He said other bands that should have been on this list. Grateful Dead, Blink-182, The Fall. I don't know what The Fall is. Blur, Velvet Underground, Patti Smith Group, Warrant. Wow. Quiet Riot. Okay. Vince Neil Solo. Absolutely. The Pretenders. Oh, wow. No way for me. Five Finger Death Punch. It depends on who you are. Sex Pistols. I think it depends on who you are. Five Finger Death Punch. Yes. There's a few things he's got on here that nobody really cares about. Patti Smith Group, Velvet Underground, The Fall. I'm with you. I don't know. Blur. They're not big enough. They're probably in the UK. That's probably why he put them on there. Blink-182, I'm sort of surprised, isn't on this list. Yeah. And then Richard Buffett went to a new place. Big name rock bands that aren't as great as their size and reputation suggests. Basically, 75% or more of their total output is garbage. The bands he listed, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Motley Crue, Leonard Skinner, Foo Fighters, Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi, Van Halen, and Led Zeppelin. Wow, Richard. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Wow, Richard is right. Yeah, I can't get on board with you on that one. Again, everybody's entitled to their opinions. No opinion is wrong because it is just that opinions. But yeah, I can't get on board with you with the the priest, the maiden, the crew. Yeah. Van Halen? No. Zeppelin? No. Van Halen, Zeppelin? No. I can't. Even Guns N' Roses, basically 75. Guns N' Roses, 75% of what they put out was was garbage? No. Leonard Skinner is kind of a weird man out because it's a little bit different than everything else. But, uh, yeah, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) All right, so before we wrap up, let's go to this. It's time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So for the historic moment, we had skipped number nine. Number nine on the list was Kiss. And there's some people that had some feelings about that. Scott Gull said, what the fuck? 
all burn in hell for hating the rock gods, fucking amazing band since 1974 with and without makeup and throughout their various lineups. One of the greatest live bands ever. Stephanie Temple said, why are they on the hated list? They're awesome. And then she said their singers are not very good. Okay. But one of the best bands she's seen live. I will chalk this up to anonymous because I got a feeling he might've had a beer in his hand. Anyone who hate says they hate kiss who would actually add kiss to a list of most hated bands instantly loses any credibility on music and life. Kiss is only hated by pompous head in their asses losers who want to be unhappy, stare at their shoes, live in their parents' basements and never have any fun. Sorry if your favorite band isn't as popular as Kiss. If you hate Kiss, you are a shithead. Wow. Okay. George Blandran, any writer who puts Kiss on a rock's hated band list is a brainless charlatan. So here's my take. If you don't like the song we're about to play here and you'd rather go listen to fucking Coldplay, then honestly, there is no hope for you and no soup for you. Here is Kiss with Silver Spoon.
<laughs> so between you and the comments that we've read out from all the people that are listening, this episode is officially F-bomb rated. And let me just say this. I, I've already said it once before. I love Kiss. Don't get me wrong. But it's not a surprise they're on this list because they're one of those polarizing bands. And I know a lot of people that like rock and roll and like having fun, but don't like Kiss. Obviously, the majority of our listeners probably like Kiss. So that's no big surprise. You know, we have this historic moment in each and every episode. So obviously, we support Kiss here at the Grown Up Rock Podcast. But they're one of those polarizing bands, man. People either love them or they hate them. And uh, I don't think that just because a band is great live, that makes them an awesome band. I think they need the full package. Uh, so I think Kiss has a lot of great music to go along with their great live. But it seems like everybody likes to say, oh, they're great live. Well, okay. Yeah, I'd say, seriously, if you're a listener that doesn't like Kiss, Kiss has a ton of eras. It's possible you're not listening to the Kiss that fits you. I'd say, connect with me. Let me know what your favorite bands are. I'll send you five Kiss songs you'll most likely like. Because they do have like five different types of music. Sonny, I don't think it'll make a difference. I think with Kiss, Kiss is one of those rare bands that people listen with their eyes before their ears. And so they've already made their mind up. Kiss is that band with makeup. They're a bunch of freaks. They're a bunch of clowns. I guarantee you that people have already made their mind up and aren't listening to the music. Yeah, that's fair. So interesting little episode, like we said at the beginning. Man, you put a love or a hate in front of pretty much any topic. There's a lot of people that got a lot of opinions because there's an emotional bond with music. There's no doubt. I think there's an emotional bond with eating, movies, TV, music, right? And some have it with cars. Mm -hmm. Like It just kind of depends on, I have friends that, you better not ever pull up in a Ford. <laughs> Chevy is what I drive. It's like, wow. But you know what? Nicole told me the other day, do you realize we keep buying from Dodge? I didn't even realize we were doing that. Like everything we've owned for the last, I don't know, 20 years has been either a Dodge or a Chrysler, right? So it doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, shun every other car that comes by me. But, you know, people get passionate about what they love and hate. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, some of the biggest passion conversations that aren't, you know, sex or religion or politics and things like that are music. And like you said, food, how big of a battle is New York pizza versus Chicago pizza? That's a huge battle. <laughs> Who's got the best barbecue in the world? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I remember uh, somebody, oh, I love New York pizza. You can fold it. And I remember asking, why do you want to fold pizza? Like, I don't understand why you fold it. Why don't you just eat it like a slice? I'm a fat dude, so I like both Chicago and New York style pizza. As a matter of fact, pizza can do no wrong in my book. So if the title pizza is next to it, I'll eat it. <laughs> so that's what Coldplay's doing wrong. Their their band name should be Coldplay Pizza. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely buy a slice of that. <laughs> I might spit it out because it might have anchovies on it, but you know, just give me just give me a bunch of cheese and meat, and that'll be fine for pizza. I don't need any hoity-doity stuff. <laughs> don't be messing up my pizza by putting vegetables on it either. <laughs> I'd bless them. 
Love passion. Love these conversations. This is fun shit. And you know what? If we stumble upon these articles that invoke this conversation, then more power to it. It's fun to do in a podcast. So there you go. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your feedback. Thanks for getting involved in the survey. I know this one was probably not as quick because when we do song surveys, it seemed like people resonate with the 20 songs pretty quick so they can answer them pretty quickly. But when we're talking about full bands, I know it takes a lot of time and you have to sit down. And that's why I think some of these guys and gals maybe had some wine flowing, maybe it'll be a little tequila, got a little more passionate than they usually are maybe. But I uh, appreciate you getting back to us and appreciate you being involved. Thanks for everybody's participation. We here at Grown Up Rock love each and every one of you. Keep on listening. We will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.